Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also, going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Welcome on in. Happy to have you with us. Love to hear your thoughts about a nice win today for the Aggies. Holy cow. Palindrome game. Those are always fun. Uh, Utah State dominating New Mexico State earlier today. Uh, If you missed it, we'll do our best to recap some of that. Uh, Utah State football has a big one coming up tomorrow for a lot of reasons. It's a trophy game. Uh, It's another opportunity to stay on top of the Mountain Division. And it's a chance to see some records broken. So we'll get into that. Jazz welcomed Rudy Gay into their lineup last night. Uh, Jazz with a big win uh, over Toronto. And uh, a big weekend coming up throughout college football and the NFL. So a lot to get through today here on the show. So welcome on in. Love to hear from you on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321 to uh, chime in. Ajay, how are you doing over there? You're kind of quiet and somber, just keeping to yourself. (laughs) No, I'm good. There's just some... President Biden says the U.S. is considering a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics. Uh, I've heard that. I know Mitt Romney, his uh, senator, Utah Senator Mitt Romney, has been really pushing for that. So, because I, I'm, and I'm not into politics. I, I, I am about as far as away as you could imagine. But why? What am I? What am I not hearing about her? Uh, and I don't know the details either. I know Ennis Cantor has been trying to raise awareness, but uh, there's some real mistreatment of a certain group of people in China. Uh, they're putting them in labor camps. Uh, there's been a lot yeah, that, of I- issues with democracy in Hong Kong. That's a problem. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. I, uh, but there have been a lot of people who just turn a blind eye and say, there's a huge economy. We can't just ignore them. And that's been Ennis Cantor's big criticism of LeBron James and others in the NBA that look, you, you guys should be standing. You'll stand up for things here in America, but yeah. you won't say anything about if it fits your agenda. More your, egregious problems, yeah, uh, uh, outside of our and borders. I'm gonna be on. Like, I don't like Ennis Cantor, but he's right. <laughs> he's he's definitely right. If it fits their agenda, they're all about it. Hey, five six three four. I want to go back to uh, a text that five six three four texted nine days ago. Okay. 
Oh, that's nine days back. ago. Okay, digging it out of the archives. He says everyone needs to relax. It's a new coach, new system. It takes a while to gel as a team. Remember, we lost big time last year to South Dakota State team and bounced back pretty nicely. That was after we lost to UC Davis. He threw that in. Five six three four at about a minute ago. I told you guys all to relax. Utah State basketball team will be just fine. <laughs> He's right. It called it, dude. I mean, Eric, the domination of that game. To be up 73-37 to 37 in a Division I basketball game in a tournament. Like, Myrtle Beach has got to be like, what the fetch? Who do we invite here? Like, what are we doing, guys? We, <laughs> who invited these people? Well, <laughs> You're fired, you're fired, and you're fired. Be better. Most of the games have been pretty close and pretty competitive. Yeah, the Penn game Even was all right. The game going on right now has been close. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma's only up by six right now. Um, been five lead changes, uh, Oklahoma and Indiana State. So... Yeah, uh, no, impressed, absolutely impressed with what uh, w- with what the Aggie men's basketball team did. Just pure domination. Bean was great. I'm not surprised. So was Horvath. I'm not surprised. Rylan Jones was wonderful, great. Um, but I-, I liked what we got from the bench too. I mean, to sustain that lead and increase it. I thought Shulga was really good. He had a career high 11 points. Um, he th- had some really <clears throat> nifty moves. Oh my gosh, the layup that he went to the right left side of the hoop too. And then, like, kind of vanish into the rise. Oh, my gosh. That was just... Put the enough spin on it off the glass. And and that's the thing about Shulga, Eric, uh, is that he can can appear in just, like, these bright flashes of, like, oh, my gosh, this kid's incredible. And then there's just, like, long stretches of moments that you're thinking, where is this kid? Like, where's his mind right now? If I can get a consistently good Max Shulga, he's going to be a seventh man off the bench. He's that good. I just need him to be better. 9315, the Aggie basketball game today was about as impressive as when AJ fills in for AJ. Okay. Okay. You know, he's a, not. It's impressive. That's, that's pretty He's not that good. Pretty high standard. He's not that good. That's a pretty tall order right good there. crap. I mean, come on, people. All right, uh, Eric, I, I got to mention the defense. Um, and I thought the defense just grounded New Mexico State's offense into a complete halt. So there, there were two real big keys that stood out to me uh, in, in this game earlier today for Utah State uh, men's basketball. One was the defense, how they took away New Mexico State's size and athleticism. Uh, and then the other one was uh, sharing the ball and great shooting. 22 assists on 31 made field goals. That's, very, that's hardly anybody going ISO and just dribble, dribble, dribble. I'm going to figure something out on my own. There was a lot of sharing the ball, and they just they just shot the ball really well today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, do you know what's really cool is that if Oklahoma wins, Justin Bean gets to play the team that he's admired for years, years and years, the Oklahoma Sooners. Now he gets a chance to play him in the in an invitational championship game in South Carolina. That's yeah, I know. Out of all the places, it's all the way to the East Coast. Yeah, no, but that's and and good for him. Uh, Justin Bean continues to just amaze you with his consistency. We talked about Shulga's lack of consistency. One person who's not lacking in that category is is Justin Bean, and it's just day in and day out, game in and game out, no matter who it is, no matter who the opponent is or what the matchup is, he continually just puts up big numbers. Offensively, production. Defensively, he's been a menace. I'm really impressed with what Bean is so far. Well, uh, give New Mexico State credit. They, they, they had the tape on... 
on Justin that he was going to be the guy Utah State was going to go to, so they tried to take him away. Uh, he wasn't able to rebound the ball at the same level of efficiency as what he had in the previous couple of games. But uh, he still found ways to help out his teammates. And he was he made some long-distance shots. He had some great assists. And so if the offense wasn't designed for him to score, he was finding other ways to get guys involved. And so it's been really fun watching his development. Oh, his growth is amazing. And, and yeah, how he is adding new things to his game. And that's awesome. Yeah, and, and it's I remember talking to somebody in 18-19 season, so Craig's first year, I believe that is right, 18-19. And, um, and, <laughs> and Justin Bean... Had was playing some garbage time minutes, I think, in the next er, early early season game, and I looked over at uh, someone. And I said, "Hey, how come he doesn't play?" And the guy told me because he would not last twenty seconds on the court. He would not make it through five minutes on the court on the on on in on against any of Division One opponent because he has no size. He's not aggressive. He's not physical. The kid was playing about 13 minutes a game about six games into the season. Because Craig <laughs> like Craig would watch him and watch him. And he said it time after time, even in the press conferences, Eric, when Al would ask him about Justin Bean, Craig's like, dude, I told you guys over and over again, watch out for Justin Bean. He's starting to make notice about who he is. And then you just, I mean, and then you watch him and you're like, oh, man, this kid's going to suck. And then he's just out there battling with everybody, beating the crap out of you. I remember, I still I still clearly remember the Washington game, NCAA tournament game, and the uh, when Justin Bean checks in for the first time, the big man for Washington, Washington, I can't remember his name, looks over at his friend and just starts laughing. Or his teammate starts laughing. He's like, okay. First play <laughs> comes up. Samuel takes a three. It's going to miss. Bean boxes the dude out, gets a rebound, and puts it back in. <laughs> and I remember after the game, he actually gave a shout-out to Bean. He's like, by the way, number 34 for Utah State, absolute baller. Had no idea. It was just cool. Like, you see what Bean used to be and what he is now? And now he's not a, He's not like this kept secret. He's good. Well, he, he's always been active. He's always had the, the mentality that he'll stay, he'll stay busy on the court until the right thing happens and he can be there to help and, 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 and assist with what's going on. Um but uh, what's been really impressive is that he has he's added more and that the offense and coaches have trusted him more. That It used to be, okay, we're going to go run a design play for Sam Merrill or Nimi Keta or Alfonso Anderson, but Bean would always be in the, in the, in the vicinity to clean up oh, yeah. if something All went wrong. All the time. <laughs> and his whole, his whole game was just to putbacks or – if something comes loose, he's going to be there and he'll be on cleanup duty. Uh, but he has definitely been working more and more. And we saw this started to happen last year, that they had a few design plays that would run for Justin. And this year, he is absolutely a focal point in what this coaching staff is doing offensively. Um, but look, today, everybody was concerned. This team spent a lot of extra energy trying to get through um, uh, what happened yesterday with the double overtime? Penn just wouldn't go away, um, and uh, there wasn't a lot of bench help. Horvath rolled his ankle. Uh, man, I was super skeptical about how things would go today. Do you have the minutes, by the way, of what they played for today? Yeah, for the starters. 
I do. Okay, because remember, everybody, Bean played 50, all the other starters were 40-plus minutes. So what were they today? Because I haven't seen them. Bean was 29. <laughs> what a difference. What a difference a day makes. Come on. And he, nobody played more than that for Utah State. Are you kidding me? Horvath was 26. Jones was 26. Isle Rock was 22. Miller was 21. Ashworth, 18 off the bench. Very different story today. But those shots were falling. They just they looked like they were just every after that second overtime. It just seemed like they had momentum and they had chemistry and things were rolling and now let's get to the next game. Let's just go. They have a full day off now. Like not only did they get to play somewhat of an early game, uh let's see, six, eight, nine, one. Is it true their next game is the twenty seventh? No. No, they no. they play on they play Sunday. Sunday and then they play Saturday at home against UT Arlington. Uh, this this upcoming Saturday the for the holiday weekend. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, following Saturday next. after Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, for the holiday weekend. They'll play UT Arlington at home. Um, so, yeah, they'll – yeah, they got another game on Sunday against either Oklahoma or Indiana State. But they have tomorrow off, which is massive for those guys to have a full day off of just resting. Maybe you get a light shooter. I don't even know if they'll do a shoot around for heaven's sakes. They might go through some kind of a walkthrough. But, yeah, I – <laughs> Nine three one five. Justin's starting to remind me of Sam, but having some more tools on rebounding. I, I think there's there's a couple similarities in Justin and Sam. One of them is toughness, right? Physicality and mentally. I think there's they're, they're very close to being about even keel and toughness. Um, and then the other one, Eric, is the ability to create on their own. Now Sam did it in a different way because he was a better shooter. But Justin to be able to drive to the hoop and then be able to ballet left or right and to create through the footwork is awesome. Is really, really awesome to see. And I, I think that's what makes him such a good player offensively. Well, and, and he's put a lot of time in the gym oh to my, work on his every day. shot. They couldn't get him out. I think at one point Ryan's like, dude, I'm going to lock these doors if you keep coming in. Like they told him, get out of here. This outside shot. It was kind of awkward. Oh it yeah, was slow. Oh man, it wasn't great. Take it a shot. Take take a look at it a shot two years ago and look at it now and tell me there's not a difference. Oh, huge difference. Uh, six eight nine one. Sorry, I just looked at the schedule. Show the twenty seventh. Thanks for clarifying. You're yeah. welcome. No, yeah. It, if you look on like, um, if you look even if you pull up ESPN and you look at who in the Mountain West is playing on on Sunday, it'll say no games scheduled. Yeah, because it's uh, this turn. There's a lot of these tournaments and. Depending on how you do, it determines who you play and when that happens. So that won't really be known until a little bit later on this afternoon. Utah State's going to play on Sunday, and they will play at one. We just don't know who they'll play against. It could be Oklahoma. It could be Indiana State. And right now, it, it it's looking more and more like it's going to be Oklahoma. I think they'll they'll probably be able to they hang on They should put here. away Indiana State here, yeah. yeah they have to have give, give the Sycamores credit, man. They're what's, hanging in there. What's the scoring time on that, Eric? Uh, I'm getting an update on that right now. Sorry. All right. So wait, no. the, they are hanging on to a lead, or are they not? Because, I mean, you said they're hanging on to a lead, but you don't know the score. I'm they're just... up forty-nine to forty-one. So <laughs> Indiana State still keeping it close. <laughs> what? <laughs> There've been five lead changes in this game. <laughs> 
Hey, by the way, the, the um, did the same Bonaventures beat Clemson? That was a heck of a basketball game. I was watching some of that. Yeah, man, bon- Bonnies were down. I think what nine or so, and then hit like two threes and four possessions and. Made a comeback out of it. Good for them. Eight zero zero three is the Sunday game going to be on TV? Yes, ESPN two, I think, for the championship game, or is it ESPN? Uh, it is an ESPN bracket event, so it's yeah, going to be. It'll be either, on one of. It'll yep. be on the Deuce or on the flagship. Yep, one of those. Two. Absolutely, that's cool. Good for them. Uh, let's see, two seven seven six. The joy AJ shows when somebody else is finally wrong. Okay. You know, I'm, I don't show joy when Eric is wrong. Am I pleased? Yes. <laughs> you you don't show joy when I'm wrong. No. I uh, I don't know. No. I I think you you keep because joyous. it makes our show worse. They're like, dude, this co-host sucks. So I bet his other co-host is also <laughs> crappy. That's how it usually goes with you. Um, hey, uh. We uh, we got a really special guest coming on at four thirty. Yeah, we need to get a timeout. And out. so we we are we're gonna get a timeout here, in, a, in just a, in just a minute. And then uh, we got a really really cool guest coming on who uh, I think will enjoy Saturday's game very much to uh, to see him play. So yeah, uh, two seven seven six. You squealed with delight. No, I laughed with humor. I didn't squeal. Come on. Uh- is that it? You're going to tell everybody who's coming up? No, we're saving it. No, we need to tease them so that they stick around. All right. You want to tease? You are really going to enjoy the next guest coming up. Why That's don't you say his name? Because we're saving it. 9474. One of your interviews next week needs to be with Tyson Moser, Westside's head coach. 32-game win streak, three-time state champ, back-to-back-to-back beating the Sox off the first last night, or first last night to win their third straight title. Unbelievable amount of success since taking over in 2010. Have we had him on yet? No, we haven't. What? I know. We need to get that done. Absolutely oh, agree with that. Oh, yeah. That's our bad. We Sorry. will make that happen. We will make that happen. Absolutely make that happen. That's our bad. Tyson Moser needs to be on our show. He's, he's not our upcoming guest. No, he's not our upcoming guest. But that's why Dime Four Seven Four said he needs to be on next week. Hey, do we have a show next Friday? West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. As a thank you for your trust and support since we opened our doors one year ago, we are excited to host a holiday service featuring a Jay Richards ensemble. We extend a special invite to anyone who is missing a loved one as they celebrate this holiday season. All are invited to attend on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. with refreshments to follow. Please give us a call or visit whitepinefunerals.com for more information. White Pine Funeral Services Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner of Best of Northern Utah, has a deal for you. They need to clear space for their new eyewear lines coming in, which means you can save 40% off of selected styles and brands of frames in stock that will fit your unique style and budget. 
Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent, here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, Eric, uh, I did some I did some research on this. So the history of New Mexico State and the Utah State Aggies is pretty, in regards to men's basketball, is uh, pretty colorful, right? A lot of matchups, uh, some very, they don't like each other. Both alumni, former basketball players, and current, I don't, they're not fans of each other at all. No, no. So I did some research. The uh, 85-58 win today is the Utah State Aggies' largest margin of victory over Utah St- or over New Mexico State since 1963 when they wow. beat when they beat them by 40. It's the largest victory margin for either team since New Mexico State ran Utah State off their own or ran Utah State off of New Mexico State's court uh, by 30 in 08. That was a beating of a game. Um so yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since we've seen a game like that between the two teams. Uh, but it's uh, I'm just glad it went our way. <laughs> Great game. Uh, the bench uh, absolutely deserves credit. Finally. Yes. But it, some of the bench, though, those minutes came like late in the yeah. second half in garbage time. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, you, you pointed out Shulga. I thought he played... He played really well, uh, gaining confidence. Uh, but Ryland Jones, just the job that he did today. Dude, he's a master. How many charges did he take today? Uh, I, that I don't know. I think it was two, wasn't it? But 19 points, two steals, four assists, four rebounds. And the biggest thing, he was five for six from three. <laughs> Dude was on fire today. <laughs> 
That's incredible. Like, he does it on both ends so well. It really is impressive. 9315, I hope New Mexico Aggies go pound sand. I hope we beat them every time, just like the YBU rivals. We don't beat BYU. That's the problem. So I, I, yeah, I don't know what you're referring to there. Yeah, we haven't beat BYU since the Civil War. Uh, Eric, I, I want to change things over to the gridiron for football. Uh, big game coming up tomorrow night. Uh, I'm not going to be here for the second hour, but I want to get some things in really quickly. Uh, I talked a little bit about it yesterday during the second hour of our show. I, it is so important for Utah State to get hot early. To create some momentum early. Whether that's on the defensive side of the ball and forcing a turnover into a, into a touchdown. Or if it's on the offensive side. I've said this before and I, I'm kind of surprised we haven't done it yet. Well, maybe I shouldn't be as surprised. But I just want to see like the first play. Devin Tompkins run a stop and go. Run an out and up. Run a flag. Something deep. And let Bonner just put it up there for you. Right off the bat, first and 10 from your own 20, or 25, or whatever it is. But I also understand that if you don't do it, because Bonner's usually guaranteed one interception in the first quarter of a game. (laughs) And you don't want it to be the opening drive. So I also understand that as well. Yeah, it's... But I'm with you that Utah State um, needs to set the tone early in this one. It's going to be night. It's going to be cold uh it, it's not a sellout it's not even close to a sellout that's what i've heard too uh, i'd love to see a lot more people be there but for those who are there it'd be great to say yeah here we go we're celebrating seniors and this is the type of team that we've developed into mm-hmm. but if it doesn't if it isn't a quick start don't panic this team has shown that it doesn't really matter they can be down 14 points early and still come back and blow out their opponents Wyoming is going to be a little bit different than some that they faced recently because of their defensive style. It is different than what Utah State has gone up against. But the Aggies have faced some pretty good defenses and been able to get around it. Um, I think I think a real key for me is that the passing game will probably need to be uh, have to develop quicker. I don't know if they'll be able to get some long developing pass plays because Wyoming is going to bring the pressure a lot. They know that Utah State offensive line is a bit of a patchwork. They know that um, teams can get to Bonner and hit him and disrupt him. So uh, I think that Utah State's got to be able to have the the screen game and the short passing routes um, uh, developing quickly and and to make Wyoming pay. If you're going to bring the house, you're going to get burned on the other side. Utah State's going to get some big plays over the top of you. Yeah, and the other thing about it is Wyoming's going to make this a very physical game. Match it up with them. There's, I, I don't think I have any concerns about the physicality that Utah State can match up with them. It's just doing it for four quarters, 60 minutes of football. That, yeah. That's that's what I kind of wonder about is, is can you do it for 60 minutes? Because you know, Eric, Wyoming's going to bring the house. Like They're going to bring – they're going to set all 11 guys on the line and they're going to say, we're going to run it down your throat. Can you stop us? Uh, we're going to, uh, on defense, we're going to send it, and we're going to hit Bonner as much as we possibly can. We're going to see how much he can take from us. What what is your What's your score prediction then for this game? 34-17 Utah State. Oh, you got Utah State winning with a healthy mark. I do. I do. I just, I 
there's too much on the line, Eric. There's too much on the line here to say, well, you know, maybe they just maybe they overlook Wyoming to get to New Mexico. I don't know. No way. These guys are ready to go. They are ready to just run to that locker room and make some noise and 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 put this senior uh, this senior class and the super senior class out on a very high note. I think I think this one ends up being a route. Uh, I think it'll be close, but I, I, I think Utah State still wins by a touchdown. Um, but I think it'll be Utah State thirty-one, Wyoming twenty-four. Um, just Valade's a good running back. I know Utah State's done a better job containing the run, but he's a very solid physical runner. Uh, I think they, this Levi Williams has had several games under his belt. He's getting more comfortable. Um, but the, the biggest worry is that uh, Wyoming defense and how Utah State handles yeah. the pressure that's coming at him. Uh, 9315 text into the show. Uh, he has USU winning 36-10. to 4086 uh, has the Aggies winning 42-17. Uh, 9315. Audrey, we are not there yet, and I don't think Wyoming is too. Nobody is trying to rush the whole defense. I don't know what that means. <laughs> we are not the Jet. We are not the Jet. We're not the Jets? And I don't think Wyoming is too. Nobody is going to rush the whole defense. 5-6-3-4. Utah State wins 31-21, and we host the Mountain West title game. If San Diego State loses tonight at UNLV... <laughs> Might be playing another home game on December 4th. Oh, the Jets, the NFL team. I still don't understand your rushing defense. Uh, Eric, uh, we're going to contact Kevin Curtis here. Uh, get a hold oh, of him. Oh, is that who we're going to talk to? Yeah, because you just let it out of the bag. Well, we should absolutely be shouting it for the first. It's a surprise. It's always... No, you tease it. No, it's you a surprise. Let as many people know. Yeah, it's Kevin a freaking surprise. You know what? You fetch. Gal. It's a big deal. All right. Well, great. Now we're having Kevin Curtis on the show. I hope you're all happy. That is exciting. We should be happy. Well, why I'm, are you? Why do you, you want to hide that you information? Know, why are you the way that you are? It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? It ended up being a lot every month. This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month. Radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want. When you want it. For free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required. Here's my card number. It's 735 Shh. Don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. <laughs> this, this is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diamond syndrome. <laughs> oh, I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. 
This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's no longer a secret. Our next guest, very exciting. You spoiled the surprise. We have one of the greatest. Wait, that a, we have one of the greatest hold. football players in you Utah the State know. history, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to spoil the surprise now." Yes, I'm never telling well, you another freaking secret ever possible. again. No, just just shut it, <laughs> shut it. I'm so excited to talk to talk to Kevin. Like I. Uh, I got to see a little bit of his career, uh, watching him play, and the way that the media talked about Kevin, and the way they were excited about, and the way they wrote about his career, and Al Lewis uh, doing play-by-play about his career, like made you and made everybody want to be a fan of Kevin Curtis and, and watch him play football at Utah State. One of the greatest ever to do it, to put on a football jersey for the Aggies. Uh, we're excited to have him on, Eric. Yeah, Kevin uh, Curtis played Utah State. Well, he came to Utah State as a transfer, started out at Snow College, uh, played with USU, got uh, national recognition, went on to the NFL, played for the Rams and the Eagles, among others, and he joins us now in the Full Court Press. Kevin, thanks for spending some time hey, with Kevin. us today. I know it's a busy time for you and your family right now. Yeah, it's it's been a, been a bit of a wild ride, but uh, yeah, glad to be on with you guys. Hey, Kevin, uh, I first want to ask you, we just read out of the gates, Devin Tompkins is about, what, 92 yards, I believe, away from uh, surpassing you in uh, receiving yards. Uh, have you been able to watch him, and, and what have you seen out of Devin? What impresses you the most? I have. I wish I, I wish I would have been able to catch a lot of the more games this year, but uh, I've, had, I've seen plenty just in the few games I've seen to just see what a unique talent he is and what a what an incredible season he's having and uh yeah i'm excited for him he's uh he's going to go w- well beyond uh, the numbers i put up so uh <laughs> and i you know I, the things i've noticed and the games i have been able to catch i i follow a lot you know on the phone when i when i'm not watching it but uh yeah just the way he can track the ball some of the catches he makes just incredible incredible uh ball catching ability and you know he's got speed and uh, yeah, he just—I played with a lot of guys kind of that same size too. And uh, he, uh, you know, in the NFL, around that size, and uh, he's, you know, he's the things he can do is just—it's pretty awesome to watch. So, man, I—I'm a big fan. Kevin, the, the being able to do what what you did and, and what he's doing—it's—it's it's rarefied air. I mean, there aren't very many people who have games or have seasons you know like the like the one that you had and and uh, what what Devin is putting together what uh, uh, what kind of accumulates to to make that happen and it's a series of a lot of things that just kind of build over time what was it for you that kind of got you to that position that you could have the season that you did and the career that you had at Utah State well I, a lot of luck I, I think uh I look at all the, the things around me that, uh, you know, I guess uh, sometimes, you know, some of those numbers go to one guy, but uh, 
yeah, I mean, I, my first year there playing with Emmett, Emmett White, you know, one of the greatest ever to put an egg uniform on, uh, that was pretty nice when every team we showed up to, you know, they all, uh, he's got all their attention, you know, and I, you know, no one's really worried about me. It's kind of easy to, to get some favorable matchups and, uh, you know, there's just, so just, you know, the, the team around you, it's hard to have success as an individual if you don't have things around you that just, uh, that work. And, you know, and, and the offense I was a part of, you know, they, sometimes we kind of feature one receiver, but I mean, we had, we had other receivers too. Uh, you know, I don't doubt they could have put up just as good of numbers, you know, or comparable numbers as well. And so sometimes, you know, one guy gets a little more credit, but when there's a lot of, a lot of other hands, a lot of other people that uh, deserve a lot to go with it. Kevin, if I got this right, maybe I have it wrong. Did you, Emmett White and Chris Cooley, play on the on the same team at one point? Yeah, yeah. Oh my did. gosh! Um, yeah, it's like a that, holy trinity. Holy right there. crap! <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Uh, like I, I mean, I, I played uh, my first year. Was kind of was Emmett's last year, and uh, Chris had been there as a freshman. I came in as a junior college transfer. And so Chris had another year after I left, but, uh, you know, kind of a kind of similar thing. I think, uh, me, my junior year, you know, kind of got a lot of attention going into my senior year. And then, uh, then they found out pretty quick. We had a, another guy, Chris Cooley, that, that can do a lot of damage. And so, um, that, that, that was nice for me too, as a senior, cause he started, I mean, he started getting a lot of attention from some of the stuff he was doing and, uh, you know, allowed me still to, you know, to, to get some touches and, and do some things. I remember when we spoke to Greg Grant for basketball that he, for a long time, held Utah State's scoring record, and Sam Merrill was approaching it and was about to surpass it. And I remember talking to him, and he was he he was a little sad to see his record broken, but <laughs> he he was happy for Sam in the type of player he was and what he was doing to represent the university and, and kind of the, the success that he was having. How does that feel for you as this a, a longtime record holder for Utah State and seeing it that it's on the verge of being broken? Yeah, I mean, what's sad is uh, how long ago that was I played when I started thinking, uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was almost 20 years ago. I'm like, wow, it's really been 20 years. I'm getting that old. <laughs> that's, that's, the sad, that's the sad part of all this, but... Uh, as far as to see, this, I mean, you know, um, to see my record if it gets broken, which you know, totally expect it to. Um, yeah, that's those things are meant to be broken. You know, it's uh, and to, to see the kind. Of, I mean, watching them this year a little bit when I've been able to, man, to see uh, see the likes of a player like that to be kind of in that a guy like that to beat it. You know, it's it's pretty neat. Like I'm I'm a. I'm happy to see it. Uh, it. It means good things if you know there's that kind of success going on. It's, I mean, you know, the Aggies are doing well, and uh, um, so yeah, it's it's nice to have your name attached to. But kind of like I was saying earlier, sometimes those records uh, it might have one name behind it, but you know, there's a, a lot of people that play a hand in that, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's time it's time to put a new name there. I think. What are the similarities that you see of Devin Tompkins within your own playing? You know, I I, uh, I wish I could uh, had a chance to watch him a little more. You know, I 
I I know I never really like necessarily being compared to other players, and I don't hmm. you know intend to say you know me and him are similar in ways. But I, I just uh, you know from what I've seen, just the the way he kind of attacks the ball, um, you know, his his catching ability is is first class, and uh, and and then just the speed he can, the speed he has to get down the field. I know for me. Uh, um, I don't know if I made some of the catches he made, but uh, I know speed was a uh, was a big part of my game, and I think he ha- he has that definitely as well. I know I know for me, I my first year there, they we threw so many little bubble screens and screen screen catches that uh, you know some of those things are receiving. You see, he's about to pass me with about twenty or so less catches, and you know I, I caught a lot of those easy little screens, you know, and and then just took off, and uh, and so I, it's it's kind of I wouldn't even try to pretend to compare the kind of season he's having to what I did because I think I got a lot of, a lot of easy catches like that, and you know, and and it just kind of took off. But I, that's I think that's one area I think maybe we kind of have some similarities, just the ability to, to get down the field and and with our speed. Are there are there games that stand out to you more than others uh, when your time at Utah State? Yeah, there, there, there are some for sure. Uh, we were kind of in. I was kind of there in that period where we were independent so we played a lot of played a lot of big schools you know uh um played a lot of ranked teams uh it was tough it was tough on the win-loss record for sure but uh yeah to be able to go into and play against um some of the quality of opponents you know i I know we went down to baton rouge played lsu down there uh, you know nebraska oregon um i had a lot of sleep last two days so I, it's hard to <laughs> have a hard time kind of remembering some of the details, but uh, yeah, kind of playing some of those big stages against uh, some of the be- you know better players in the nation. Were you um, part of the Hail Mary game against? Was it New Mexico when Jose Fuentes threw that thing in the air and, and they caught it to send it to overtime? Yeah, I was. I think it was Chris Stallworth, if I remember right. Yeah, they caught the Hail Mary. Yeah, on the other side. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I was part of that. That was that. That's definitely a game that sticks out. I know we had Oregon. Kind of, I think they were ranked top five, four, or three, or something. We had them up at our place in Logan, and uh, we kind of had them on the ropes going into the fourth quarter, and kind of we kind of let them off the hook. But uh, that was a game I remember um, being so close and kind of. I mean, there's some bad memories too. I remember BYU. We were we were up thirty-four to three, I believe. So I, I that's that's a number that's burned in on my brain. I'll never forget. <laughs> but uh, we had them up thirty-four to three, and somehow oh, kind of gave right. that one away. Uh, lost by one or two. Didn't you have a pick but, uh, six to end the first half? We did. Yeah, there yeah, was. I think Jerome oh. Dennis, I believe, got a pick six. Everything first half. Uh, yeah, everything was just it was like a party. It was, everything was going right. <laughs> and, uh, second half. Uh, yeah, we just we couldn't. Couldn't put them away. Couldn't finish. How hard was it to play independent football instead of being in a conference, competing for a conference championship? How hard was it for you guys to stay motivated through a season without having a conference? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I don't. It's interesting because uh, I know part of the allure of me trying to walk on to a school. Uh, I actually like the. I like their schedule just because. I initially was kind of had some interest in going to Kentucky 
and I thought it'd be just to play in the SEC and kind of play in those kind of big programs. So I, for me, it was actually kind of a selling point in going up there to walk on because I kind of felt like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to – looking at the schedule, I'm like, yeah, I want to I wanna play against the best. And so I kind of liked it, but the reality is it's, it's tough. It's tough, you know, playing a lot of those big schools. Uh, it's, it's tough on the morale, you know, wins, as far as wins and losses go. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think we did a good job, though. I think uh, I think there was just there's a lot of pride as a group, and uh, we went out and, and we competed and and we played hard. And uh, but yeah, it is in hindsight looking back, not being never being part of a conference like that. Uh, that yeah, I don't even know what that would have been like. I mean, that, that does sound like a lot of fun to have an opportunity to play for a conference championship and and. Uh, and to possibly get to a bowl game, you know, those are things uh, I didn't get experience. So, you know, we're talking to Kevin Curtis, uh, absolutely one of the all-time greats at Utah State University, and it always blows my mind that you had to walk on. Oh, God! <laughs> the type of what career <laughs> you had, you didn't get a scholarship until you were a senior, uh, and then you set all these records. Uh, you went to the NFL uh, before you got there, super fast in the combine. It was, it's become historic. Uh, how you did in the Wonderlick test, uh, and then you go to the the Rams, and at the time it was the uh, the the fastest game on turf, um, but that uh, NFL career kind of got disrupted with with some cancer. Uh, just so I wonder, just how are you now? What's what's your life been like since then for you? Oh, uh, since the NFL and, and the cancer is that? Uh, yeah. Asking? Mostly, my biggest concern is the health-wise. How, how have yeah. you been since the the cancer stuff that you went through? Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm in good health. Yeah, I'm in great health. Uh, yeah, I kind of did some things uh, to remove it at first, and then kind of monitor it. And about five years down the road, kind of showed up back in some lymph nodes, and uh, so I had to go to end up going the, the chemo route, and uh, and that is a really treatable kind of cancer, and uh, yeah. It, they did a really good job, and you know, I don't know how many years it's been since the chemo, but uh, I'm not. We, mo- you know, getting monitored for five, six years after, and and uh, you know, it's there's been no signs of it coming back. So I, I feel great, and um, yeah, sometimes I kind of forget that ever happened. You know, as far as just because I, I feel in really good health currently. Well, congratulations on the recovery. That's that's awesome. Aggie Nations is happy to hear that. Hey, you come to the game. I, well, I know you just uh, have kind of a busy week, and congratulations, by the way, on the uh, new addition to your family. Uh, Thank you. Aggie Nation was wondering, are you uh, going to be able to make it to the game tomorrow night, or are you going to be uh, doing uh, dad things? Yeah, I think uh, I'm a first-timer here, so uh, – and uh, I kind of originally hoped to – our, our – our due date was November 11th originally, and uh, the baby decided to wait an extra week. So uh, <laughs> we're actually still in the hospital. I think we're going to go home tonight. But uh, yeah, I'm not planning on on making it, unfortunately. But uh, I would have been nice to catch them uh, last game at home, right? This year? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, well, no. cross your fingers. Maybe there's, we might have a conference still championship chance they game coming host up the conference here. Title game. Yeah. Oh, so it's, so I don't think I realized that. So the they could host the conference championship game. And, and, and I'm going to actually call Utah State out on this. If we are hosting the conference championship game, this man 
and his family better have tickets without him having to purchase a dang thing. Oh, my gosh. They better yes. take care of Kevin Curtis yes. or else I will have something. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a I, reckoning. That, yes, uh, there will be from all of Aggie World, too. <laughs> so uh, if we have for hosting that game, Kevin, uh, we better have you there. And I think Aggie Nation would be more than happy to take care of you. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be there for that. They they were happy to take care of me this week. I, I got I know had a, a few people reach out and uh, oh, awesome you know, offered offered uh, you know uh, John Hartwell offered a box with them and uh, you know I, you know a couple other folks as well offered tickets and that's so I, great. That would have been that would have been good to be there. And I'd love to love to see Devin make history and along with with his teammates and uh, and you know get another win and. I lock up this this conference championship. Hey, conference really final. quickly, I one more memory question, if I could, please. But uh, I, I remember reading a story, hearing a story about. Uh, I think Doug Hoffman told me this, the media relations director. But you had caught a long pass, and someone had tore your jersey from behind trying to catch you. And Mike Bear got duct tape or some kind of tape and taped the inside of the jersey to your pads. Do you remember this? Uh, I, I feel like I do remember, uh, I do I, remember the tear. Kind I of, just want to remember, I just want to know if it's true or not. Yeah, I think so. I think, think so. I, uh, yeah, it sounds right. Holy <laughs> cow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm having a hard time, uh, talking. I, going on a couple nights of no sleep, but, uh, <laughs> uh as best of my memory, uh, tells me, I, I think that that's pretty accurate. Hey, Kevin, last question for me, and and we'll let you go, so you can be with your young family. But what what have uh, what what's life been for you after football, uh, after the NFL? I mean, what are you doing these days? Yeah, it's been a somehow. Um, I'm trying to think now. Ten plus years have gone by like that. It's it's crazy. I originally was going to take a year or two to just kind of. You know, enjoy some time off, and then kind of find a new career path, a new dream. And uh, the next thing you know, ten years later, I think part of that is some of the health stuff popped back up, and spent some time getting healthy. Uh, but other than that, I've really just got involved with a little bit of high school football and uh, playing way too much golf. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, I recently got married a year and a half ago, and and I have the kid coming. So that's uh, or the kids here. <laughs> kids here so uh yeah it's uh that's kind of how i filled my last 10 years not a lot but i've been enjoying it kevin congratulations on everything all your success at utah state thank you for everything you did for the university congratulations on uh being a father and to your uh beautiful other half as well i uh, wish you and your family the very best and we look forward to seeing you hopefully december 4th yeah definitely i hope to be there and i uh, appreciate you guys having me on yep all right, Kevin Curtis, absolutely one of the all-time greats. Oh, no at question. Utah State oh my University. gosh, taking time out of his day, of just I know the birth of his child. He's like, hey, I'd love to come on. Having you know, we're just having a baby here, and I was like, oh geez, I got him at the wrong week. I felt so bad, but he's so kind to come on. That's great. Good stuff there from Kevin Curtis. Uh, quick timeout and some additional thoughts here in the full court press. Hey, Cash Valley. 
You know the Al Sporting Goods Black Friday sale is the greatest of all time. But if you want the best selection, the right size, and the perfect color, don't miss Al's pre-Black Friday sale going on now. Inventory will be an issue. Get to Al's while the selection is huge. Thousands of Nike shoes take an extra 20% off. Woods puffy jackets for men and women, $29. All outerwear save 20%. Gloves, gloves, and more gloves at 20% off. Scott Ski goggles starting at $14.99. Pre-Black Friday. Huge selection, massive savings. Al Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room, ready to get out there and play to win. But you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoliness and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoliness and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753-7880. It's that first kiss that moment in time this is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Everyone knows us as an engagement ring store, but not everyone knows about everything else we do. Custom design, our in-house laser jewelry repair. We offer fashion jewelry, charm bracelets, necklaces, earrings, birthstone jewelry, watches. We love people to just look and make a wish list. Stop in and say hi. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. That was a lot of fun talking to Kevin Curtis here on the Full Court Press. He was so fun to watch. And and really, it was that breakaway speed. If, If he had any space... If you didn't wrap him up immediately, he would get away from you and you couldn't catch him. So fun to watch him play. And then uh, going to St. Louis um, with the great success they had. He went to um, uh, Philadelphia after that for several seasons. He actually started to get become uh, more of a, an, a featured player and a little bit more of a role there. And then cancer came up and kind of sidetracked his NFL career. Did make a little bit of a comeback, but had a hard time really sticking with the team. But uh, good to hear from him. 
uh, can't take away what he did as an Aggie. Uh, absolutely impressive what he did. Um, just as, uh, as some reference, he uh, uh, he set single season records while at USU with pass receptions at 100, receiving yards with 1,531, the most 10 reception games at six, had the most 100-yard receiving games at nine, and most consecutive 100-yard receiving games at six. Um, so an impressive career at uh, Utah State and uh, really do appreciate his time today after welcoming the, the birth of his uh, first child and he was still at the hospital, but uh, wanted to make sure he took some time to uh, spend some time with us to talk about his Aggie career and, and talk about his record and being able to hand it off to uh, Devin Tompkins. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're the some of the first people to talk to him about that. And so we do appreciate him taking the time to be with us and to talk about it and, and, and celebrate his legacy, but also hand it off to someone else. All right, more coming up next hour here on the Full Court Press. Stick around. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's hard to decipher Mac Jones' numbers over the last two games. Patriots rookie QB has been incredibly accurate. 19-23 in the blowout win against the Browns. 22-26 and a 25 to nothing win over the Falcons last night. But he only threw for 198 against Cleveland and 207 against Atlanta. That's actually what Bill Belichick wants. He seems perfectly happy with a conservative passing attack, strong running game, and a very stout defense. Last night, that D was very big, shutting out Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Jones had one interception when he tried to push the ball downfield. And maybe the Pats will need him to throw deep more often at some point. But they're winning, and this is the style. At 7-4, and four, they find themselves in a great position to compete for a playoff spot. If they get there, we've seen Bill Belichick get pretty far with this style. So they could be extremely dangerous come postseason time. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In 2021, there are self-driving cars, plant burgers, tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should go to AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires a compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Hey, parents, here's some good news for America's future. Kids ages 5 to 11 are now eligible for a COVID vaccine. That means all those future CEOs and artists, the world-class chefs and sports stars, the engineers and the innovators, they're all eligible for a vaccine that can help protect their future. And it's specifically formulated just for them. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic 530 motor oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 engine oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A MaxiTrack remote control crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. 
We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I got to tell you, though, I am concerned about Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. For Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. you need to know. LeBron James returns for the Lakers tonight. They play at Boston in a half an hour. Lakers 8-8 eight and eight this year. Boston 7-8. and eight. LeBron had been a game-time decision with his abdominal strain. He's back after missing two and a half weeks. Jalen Brown of the Celtics is out again with his strained hamstring. Golden State missing Steph Curry and Draymond Green tonight as they're about to get underway with a 13-2 and two record playing at Detroit. Brooklyn is hosting Orlando. Kevin Durant of the Nets out with a sprained shoulder. New Orleans at 2-14 and 14 will host the Clippers in an hour. Devontae Graham, averaging 15 points a game for the Pelicans, is out with a sore foot. Late tonight, Dallas at Phoenix, and for the Mavs, Luka Doncic out with knee and ankle sprains. Saints running back Alvin Kamara out again this weekend with his knee injury. He missed the last two practices. Dallas placed wide receiver Amari Cooper on the COVID list, so he could miss the Thanksgiving game in addition to Sunday against KC. I'm Steve DeSager. presentation of sports talk radio it's this man it's the compassion it's the it's the dignity it's the wisdom it's the it's the horse sense of the guy you know what this is crap we're gonna stop this i can't stand it run it again hold up and run it again we're rolling now <laughs> I think so. microphones are on marker eight ten go the eggies merrill for the lead he's the Jazz. Uh-oh. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome on into the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on a Friday Ah, uh, wow. A lot of things to get through. A big win today for Utah State over an historic rival. Doing it in a big way. Getting ready for another rival tomorrow. And what could be kind of an emotional game on Sunday. So we'll recap all of that um, for what's going on with Utah State. But uh, let, let's start with basketball. It is now official. We do know Finally, who Utah State will face in the Myrtle Beach Invitational Championship game. It'll be USU versus Oklahoma. The Sooners just really pulled away in the second half. Um, for a, a early part of it, when we were first talking, before we, well, before we got into our interview with Kevin Curtis last hour, uh, it was a seven, eight-point game. It was close uh, between Oklahoma and Indiana State. The first half had several lead changes, uh, a tie. Um, but then Oklahoma really put the clamps down. And, uh, well, I don't know if they put the clamps down is the right term. They really fired it up because they scored 49 second-half points. 
and uh, outscored Indiana State 49 to 33 in the second half to win 87 to 63. So it'll be Utah State versus Oklahoma on on Sunday at uh, at one o'clock, and um, it'll. I'm not sure if it'll be on ESPN or ESPN2. I'm not sure which channel it'll be on, but it'll be on one of those two, either on the uh, the flagship or the deuce. Uh, but uh, Oklahoma led by Groves, who scored 24 points, 3 of 5 from beyond the arc. He also pulled down 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. So Aggies going to have their hands full with him. Gibson and Goldwire also in double figures. Groves... Uh, with uh, uh, another Groves, the other the other Groves uh, with uh, 11 points off the bench. That's Jacob, um, who uh, was also in double figures today. But uh, with that wide margin, Oklahoma able to empty the benches and uh, let their uh, let their bench get some uh, playing time and and uh, have some impact in the game. But uh, so it'll be Utah State. In Oklahoma, Utah State with their uh, big win earlier today over New Mexico State. And, boy, Aggies just came out on fire shooting, especially Rylan Jones. He was 5 for 6 from beyond the arc. Uh, He was uh, excellent uh, in his shot selection and setting up his teammates. Four rebounds, four assists, two steals. Absolutely great performance from Rylan. And uh, he was one of the featured uh, players after the game with the post game uh, with the coach Odom and uh, Jones uh, talked a little bit about playing for an invitational title, something that uh, all his time at Utah, he never got a chance to play for a title. Yeah, this is going to be my first experience playing for championship. You know, this is my third year and you know, these guys that have been here have played for a lot of championships and I'm happy that I get to compete with them for a championship. And it's a very cool as a team that, you know, we get to play a very good opponent, whoever that may be. In a championship game, five games into the season, um, so I'm very excited, and I think we're all excited and looking forward to the opportunity. So, yeah, it's that's kind of cool that he has that opportunity uh, to do that. Hopefully, it's not the last uh, tournament championship he gets uh, a chance to play for. Um, but you know, we're talking about the shot making and, and the shooting in this one. But really, one of the big keys was how Utah State took away New Mexico State's strength, and that was their size. USU played big, uh, and they took away what New Mexico State likes to do, and uh, it was that defensive effort that really played a key role today for Utah State. Coach Odom really praising his team's defense. Yeah, no doubt. It was huge. Um, you know, I think I think it started yesterday. You know, I mean, I gave Brock a lot of credit yesterday uh, for, for limiting Jones. I mean, he's an amazing shooter for Penn. You know, obviously, you know, Dangle got loose, and then we, we switched Rylan on him at the end of the game, and Rylan made some big plays down the stretch defending him. But it is five against the ball, uh, and that's the way we want to play it. You know, it's not on one person. Um, we did double them. We doubled 35, and we doubled two in the post. Uh, they like to isolate those two guys. We were not going to double 13. We were just going to flex on him. And then, uh, you know, from a from – a, uh, chest in front perspective that's what Ryland was talking about we, we want to bother the ball without getting beat off the bounce and when you limit how much you're in scrambled situations uh, then your blockouts are going to be easier and so we wanted to limit you know how many times and that's why we switched some at times as well 
in emergency. Uh, and, you know, I thought our guys made the right decisions, um, you know, throughout the game to give ourselves the best, the best chance to contest the shot, but also rebound and, uh, and be in position to rebound. Because if you're always chasing around, the rebounds are going to be tougher to come by. And so we wanted to keep ourselves out of those situations. Uh, I think we just heard a preview of the next question that we may have been coming to Coach Odom, and it's uh, from John Russell. And actually, you, John Russell popped in. Hi, John. Magical, isn't it? Yeah. Time hey, I didn't bring my glasses. Who is that over there? <laughs> yeah, that's you, Eric. Okay. So you, you watched this game. You were part of the KVNU Aggie call earlier today on our sister station, uh, breaking down what happened today. You saw what happened in game one. Uh, you probably didn't get a chance to to scout Oklahoma and Indiana State that just got finished, but the the game today just the Aggies Utah State Aggies I have to keep qualifying that Utah State Aggies <laughs> had great flow of what they wanted to do on offense, great shot making, and then really dialed in defensively that took away New Mexico State. They didn't have any easy looks. No, and, and great defense, like you said, but I think the more, as I've thought about the game, the more that it also uh, accentuates is the fact that being able to have guys at all positions play all over the court, I think took them out just as much as a solid defense. Defense did a good mm-hmm. job, but when their big guys have to worry about Horvath outside, who can go inside outside, Justin Bean, who's just, man, he's just, he's had a great season so far, but just think about his shooting how much better he's shooting than he has in years past. There's another threat. And we even saw a little bit where, and Coach talked about it, where you have you can go big now. You've got Dorius and, and Bean and Horvath, and that just really puts a lot on him. But I think that, that was a key point tonight. Good defense today, I should say. Good defense, but just the fact that, that having guys that can go inside-outside really throws the other team off. Yeah, the Aggies went with a bigger lineup today. Uh, we saw a lot more Dorius in the first half. We saw Zap, uh, Zapala, Zapala, whatever you pronounce his <laughs> name. Um, it, it, we saw him play some significant minutes as well. Between the two of them, that was a really solid effort in, mm-hmm. the, in the low post for Utah State. Just exactly what you want. You, you're not going to get uh, Nimi, you know, Keita-type numbers from those two, but if they can give you solid minutes, not make big mistakes – and and between them, they they did a good job. They they fouled them a little bit, which I like. Put a little hurt on them, <laughs> make them remember where they're at. But you know, took care of the middle. Did a good job as far as that goes. Uh, Z did a good job also. I think uh, he he's yes. In in his little in limited time, I like his athleticism. I like his bounce. I like his length. And uh, you know, he got a couple of blocks in there, but. That that just creates havoc for the other team as far as what they can do. But yeah, definitely Dorius and Zapala, good job in their minutes. So between Dorius and Zapala, twenty three minutes, um, uh, we have four boards, one block, and three points. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's that's a kind of an average or below average stat line for one person. That's a combined for two guys. But I think it's really understated. I don't think that tells the whole picture of the impact that they had on the game. Not at all. If you look at the plus-minus for those guys, I think they were they were about zero, maybe minus one, maybe plus one. But but the big thing is you didn't get blown out. You didn't all of a sudden have them come in, and then all of a sudden they go on. You know, the other team goes on a a ten zero run, something like that. They kept it where it needed to be because these are you know. <laughs> 
Bean played 50 minutes last night, yesterday, and then turned around. And luckily, you know, because of the way things went, only had to play. I don't have the minutes in front of me, but it was like about 30 minutes. Yeah. He, he had uh, he he played more than anybody for USU, and that was capped at twenty nine. Yeah, which for him is just like running to the fridge and getting a soda and come back sitting <laughs> on the sofa. That that's no big deal. And it, it didn't look like those were like hard minutes no. either. I mean, they were playing with confidence. They're playing pretty loose and having yeah. fun. A couple other things that stood out to me. I wanted to get your reaction on was uh, R.J. Adelrock seemed like he was more of a contributor today. Yesterday he just seemed out of it he just wasn't quite dialed in yeah. there's still times in some possessions where i don't know he just feels it just seems like he's not quite confident in what he needs to do and he pulls back or he pump fakes too many times or he's unsure of himself but he still played a little bit larger role today and i thought that was good especially in the first half his second half really wasn't a factor but they didn't need him i mean they were up 41 whatever at the half i mean then they really took care of business, and he didn't have to. He just – I think he's thinking too much. He, like you said, you know, pump fake. You know, do I got to pump this guy? Is he going to go for it? Is he not? He just – he needs to play. Just in, I mean, keep in mind, this is a guy that was potentially a player of the year for UMBC. And, and I think a lot of people are wondering, well, what's going on? I thought he was going to be, you know, this big-time player. He's got to stop thinking about the game and just going out. And I think that's what you saw from Horvath tonight. He was able to not really worry about it, got his spots, took his shots when they were open, made a lot of nice passes. He did a good job. But Idle Rock, I really liked the way he played in the first half, and, and he just needs to continue to get more confidence. The other thing that stood out to me today, and I mentioned it last hour, but the 22 assists on 31 made field goals, <laughs> four assists from Horvath, Three from Bean, four from Rylan Jones, three from Edelrock, four from Ashworth. You didn't just have one guy who had a dominant performance as a point guard. You had a lot of guys sharing the ball. Yeah. And when everybody's passing and distributing and letting that offense flow, man, we see what can happen with this team. Well, I, I go back to what I saw the first or second game of the year. There was a series where right at the beginning of the game, like the first ten times down the court. All five Aggie players brought the ball up the court. You know, the first time it was Jones and then Bean and then Horvath did it, then Idle Rock and then Bean again, you know. And I sat there looking at that kind of with my jaw on the floor going, ooh, this this is going to be special. And then what it does, it just creates an environment where the other team, uh, whoever it is, can't focus. We're going to shut this guy down. And you saw it today. There was a definite effort by New Mexico State to say, you know what, we're going to put the clamps on Justin Bean. And two things happened. One, Justin's smart enough that he realized they're coming after me, so somebody else is going to have to step up. But two, you saw everybody step up. Like you said, I mean, 22 assists, we didn't have one guy with 12. We, you know, we everybody had three, four. Yeah, that was special. That was special. That was fun to watch. Uh, and, and then we, after double overtime, 50 minutes played yesterday, <laughs> was, I mean, the whole talk was, boy, that bench better come up big for yeah. Utah State. And Ashworth was more effective. Shulga was more effective. We saw Dorius and Zap, uh, Zapala doing more. Z Hamoda, who you talked about, he was uh, more a, a part of what they were trying to do. And um, 
and Ryan Odom, Coach Ryan Odom, talked about that bench play and just kind of the impact they had on the game today and just how important that was for his team. Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, I thought uh, Trevin obviously helped us again at the beginning of the game, you know, midway through the first half. Uh, we went with a bigger lineup and played he and Brandon and Dean similar to the way that we did against Richmond. Um, and I think that's a lineup that we can continue to cultivate, um, having two ball handlers out there. And really more than that, if you count Dean and Brandon in that mix, we still have four guys that, that can, you know, dribble pass and shoot um, out there with Trevin. And so – it is what it is. You know, it's about making the pieces fit and we've got to continue to try to cultivate the bench the best we can. And today, you know, it was an opportunity for that. We're coming off of two overtime game. Uh, we knew we were going to have to, to sub, you know, pretty early in the, in, in the game to be able to, you know, make sure that our guys were fresh throughout. And, and then the game obviously, you know, played out the way that it did. So we were able to get some guys some more minutes, you know, which was huge. I mean, Max is a very good player. Z is a very good player. But we've got to figure out in terms of how the pieces fit together because it is a puzzle off the bench as well and how those guys, you know, can really help this team. Um, and I thought they, today was a step in the right direction for that. It's not fixed yet. Um, but it is. it was a step in the right direction for us. Shimon, obviously, too, I put him in in the first half when Trevin got his second foul. I thought he played really well. Yeah, good to see that bench coming together. Uh, these we, we talked about this after the UC Davis loss, that USU was about to embark on a long road trip, go to a neutral site game uh, in Annapolis, go down to South Carolina for the Myrtle Beach Invitational, and they would be spending a lot of time away from Logan as a team. And sometimes I've heard this from a lot of coaches over the years, that those tournaments, those long road trips, those are great, especially if there's a lot of change on a team. Those are really, really valuable, not just for the teams that you might face, that how it affects your RPI or net ranking because you get different out-of-conference opponents, but for how it brings a team together. And you get the sense this team's having fun. Yeah, well, you heard it from Rylan in his post-game interview. Uh, I'm not sure if you, you have it or whether you're going to play it, but he talked to – he kept on saying, "We, I love these guys. And and there, <laughs> there's no better way to find out whether you're going to love them or not uh, love them or hate them than spending a long time on the road and seeing, well, you know how that's you and Ajay, you know, it's kind of a love hate <laughs> thing. And, you know, we, we know how that goes, but, um, no, they, I think this trip couldn't have come at a better time. Of course it helps when you win. <laughs> yes. Know, I don't know what we'd be hearing if they had been losing, but I, I think it was a great opportunity for them to get together and to kind of get to know each other. And, and this game really was a blessing in the fact you had, Five guys off the bench and had at least 11 minutes. And and that's really that's the only way you're going to get better. you got to get on the court. you got to play. And so a uh, great, great opportunity for some of these guys that, that hadn't had minutes. Max Shulga, man, that, I, I have really good feelings about him that he's going to step up as the season wears on. But you got to put him on the court. you got, you got to give him a chance to play. Yeah, he has to have those opportunities. I totally agree with that. I mean, he's he um, he developed and and took minutes away from a couple other guys who probably should have had the minutes last year yep. uh, as a younger player, 
Um, but uh, just with his size and his skill set, he he could be a real big time contributor off the bench for USU. Well, he yeah, he's got all that going, and uh, you know he there was no pressure last year. I mean, let's face it, last year he came off and it was like, oh, let's see what this kid can do, and he he surprised a lot of people. This year, a lot more pressure on him to really be a contributor and and to you know try and figure out how he can come. Tell you what, I would never want to play him in a horse. Because <laughs> I, I think I would I would lose five zero like in the first five shots. Uh, that uh, reverse layup with the uh, little bit of English on yep. it that was that was <laughs> impressive. Uh, if you want to weigh in, love to get your thoughts about the game today for Utah State basketball. We'll have we'd love to continue to get your predictions for USU football for tomorrow. Um, we have a couple of shout outs that we need to make. Utah State volleyball huge win mm-hmm. over Colorado State last night in the Estes Center. Great photo gallery on CashValleyDaily.com. Um, and they haven't beaten Colorado State in decades. It was long 82? time. Like the mid-80s. Yeah, early to mid-80s. Wow. So a huge win for for USU Volleyball. They're having a great season. And then a big shout-out to uh, Westside Pirates winning their third straight two-way football championship last night. A late-night game didn't start till after 9 o'clock. But uh, up in Pocatello... So uh, if uh, if the folks up on the western side of Franklin County were a little slow getting into work today, <laughs> we all know why. But, uh, well, I have some interesting things about that that I want to share and pass along. But love to get your thoughts and reactions. 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. Not sure what to do for Thanksgiving dinner? Does the thought of that mess turn you off? Then call the Beehive Pub and Grill. They have an amazing family-style Thanksgiving meal ready to go. Just order by Friday, November 19th by 5 p.m. Pick up on November 24th between noon and 6, heat and serve. That's it. A full Thanksgiving meal with all the normal fix-ins without the hassle. Prices will vary. Order for two or get meals for six. Call for details. Beehive Pub and Grill, Logan. Renegade Sports of Logan and Centerville has everything you need for the perfect holiday. Renegade has Utah's largest supply of side-by-sides, four-wheelers, motorcycles, and more. Ski-Doo and Polaris snowmobiles with every rebate and finance option available, including 0% financing OAC. A huge selection of climb winter gear for the entire family. Get there today for the best selection. Leader, follow. You decide the ride at the Renegade Sports Park on South Main Logan and Renegade Sports Centerville. If you're thinking about getting engaged this holiday season, Essie Needham Jewelers is a place to shop for your diamond engagement ring. Essie Needham's has the largest selection of wedding rings in the area, including hundreds of styles in platinum, white gold, and yellow gold. We import diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium, which enables us to guarantee the best price on diamonds. We also offer the most complete warranty and services of any store in the state. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. The Elements Restaurant is serving a plated Thanksgiving dinner this year with all the holiday classics. Herb roasted turkey breast with a sage turkey gravy, garlic whipped potatoes, and whipped sweet potatoes, traditional cornbread stuffing, and delicious warm rolls. And for dessert, choose between pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie galette. Let the Elements serve your family a delicious Thanksgiving feast while you spend the day enjoying family and friends. Primetime fills up quickly. Reserve online today at theelementsrestaurant.com or call 750 750- It's always a great time to buy a new Honda from your Utah Honda dealers. With many new Hondas arriving daily, your Utah Honda dealers can show you all available inventory, whether it's in stock or on the way. 
That way, you can pre-order the model, color, and options you want. And when your new Honda arrives, you can pick it up the very same day. And with used cars still in record high demand, your trade-in is now worth more than ever. See all your savings at utahondadealers.com. This Keep it on the down low here is the Dan Patrick Show. Roger Goodell gets paid over $120 million the last two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's interesting, too, because I'm looking at a story from uh, April 29th, 2020, and it's Roger Goodell is cutting his salary to zero. Somehow combined between last year and this year, it's $120-something million. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggie are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. The plan was to keep them in front of us, our chest in front of their chest, and make them shoot over us. Um, and we did that from the, from the tip. Um, we just made them shoot hard shots, contested shots, and they made some of them. And that's what will happen. Um, so as long as you can make them shoot more hard shots than good shots, then you got a good chance of winning. That's Ryland Jones. Chest-to-chest defense. I like if you make more hard shots than good shots, good things are going to happen. <laughs> Reminds me of Bull Durham. you got to hit the ball, you got to throw the ball. <laughs> Hey, is he? Are you surprised? He's clearly become a leader of this team, uh, you know. And you want that from your point guard. I mean, that's kind of a given. Generally, it's your floor general. You never call your power forward your floor. That's your point guard. And I think we knew it. I think the experience that he had, you know, at Utah certainly would have helped. But I mean, to me, it seems like he's just come in and just said nope. You know, I, I know this is Justin's team, but I'm I'm the guy in charge here. Um. Well, I don't know that I see him with that attitude that he feels like, you know, I'm the guy in charge here. But uh, the way he runs the team, this coaching staff has has a lot of confidence in him. Yes. That no doubt. Like this, you're our starting point guard for a reason. It could have been Ashworth. Ashworth could mm-hmm. have made a claim to be the starting point guard. But Ryland Jones won the job fair and square. And he was phenomenal today. He just, I mean, he was, uh, what was he, 7 for 8 from the field, and the only miss was his first shot on the night. After that, he he was perfect. Hit beyond the arc, four boards, four assists, really ran, ran the office. Took a wacky, I don't know if you saw that, fell on the, fell on the court and smacked his face. But he, I feel, I feel worse for the floor than for him, actually. <laughs> yeah, huge win for USU basketball. They will face Oklahoma on Sunday, so they do have a day off, a much-needed day uh, to recuperate, and they play Sunday at one o'clock. And I think I over—I heard you coming in. It's it is on the Deuce. It is on. So it'll be okay. ESPN two. ESPN two. Good. Good to know. Um, uh, watched a little bit of Oklahoma against Indiana State, a team with versatility. Could he use Larry Bird in the second half? <laughs> yes. How, man, that's got to just stink, though. I mean, no matter how good they are, they're always going to be, yeah, but if they had had Larry Bird. so <laughs> No, that that Oklahoma team, uh, it was scary the way they played in the second half. Uh, they struggled, and, and I think that'll be the important thing, is as well as the Aggies played in the first half 
41-16 at halftime, clearly in control of the game. Against a team like Oklahoma, that game's not over. They 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 are athletic. They can shoot when they get on fire. They're dangerous. It was anybody's game about 15 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Indiana State was still in it within striking range, and then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. Oklahoma just blew the last 15 minutes away. Yeah, and, and they're a good ball club, and – uh, all the way around. Again, you get get into depth. That's that's the difference in my mind between good teams and great teams. Is do you have people that can come off the bench? Do you have people that can help you when you have some foul trouble? When somebody's not playing well, they might be cold from the field. And Oklahoma has that. Now they had guys that stepped up, some of their starters, and they played. But they they've got some guys that can come up and help out. Um. Uh, get another a text that's to come through. Is that next game the MBI final? Um, Myrtle Beach Invitational. I think that's what MBI yes. stands for. If I follow that, yes, it will be the final. It will be the championship game. Yeah. Uh, do they get? A, I guess they get some kind of a trophy. You get some hardware they if better. you win a tournament like that. Gifts, gift certificate to local chicken place or something <laughs> like that. I, there better be some time on the beach and. <laughs> You know that's the sad thing is they're, they're finally going to after these two games probably be able to to get get some time on the beach. It, the the tournament is really weird because it's normally you have the championship game at the very end. It's the last game of the tournament, and uh, I, I'm assuming that this is just all because of TV and you know trying to fit things into schedules. But their game, like I said, it's on it's at one o'clock uh, on Sunday, which will be nice. And uh, but but the problem is is that the other games, like the third place game, and I think the fifth place game, they're all afterwards. So yeah, it'll be early. So one o'clock. Um, let me see here. They didn't follow. Yeah, I think the the late game is the third place game. So kind of crazy. Well, the the nice thing is Utah State had a chance to scout Oklahoma in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, their game was done. They knew what their Sunday was going to look like. So they could sit back and watch and see how that game played out and uh, get an idea. So they had a, certainly a leg up on Oklahoma getting ready for Sunday. Yeah, and and it's and it's good. Uh, I think you know Utah State. I don't know how you feel about this for other teams. There's still, uh, you know, a lot of question marks with this team. They're they're starting to fall into place, but there's still a lot of question marks. Everybody knows about Justin Bean. Everybody's going to be like, you got to keep an eye on this guy. For 40 minutes, he's not, you know, slow him down and he'll kind of peter out a little bit. He's, he's going to go all 40. Uh, but who else is going to step up? And and you hit a good point. I, you know, I think Idle Rock needs to play well. Uh, I think there's going to be somebody for the Aggies to win on Sunday. There's going to be a little surprise player. I, he, Miller's going to come out, start off well, and, and, and get a few points at the beginning. Um, I think Ryland Jones is starting to feel better and better about himself. In his role, he's going to play well. Horvath being there going to do well. But who's that other guy? Is it going to be Idle Rock? Is Shulga going to come up and go, hey, that was that was fun. I want to be on the court a little more. <laughs> um, do Dorius and Zapala, you know, turn around and have that monster game that combined, you know, 15 points and 10 boards? Who's it going to be? I think it's got to be somebody. Yeah, and I agree. I think that there's – I think you can safely say this Utah State basketball team has three guys mm-hmm. that you know you can rely on. Horvath, Bean, and Jones. Yep. Who do you have after that? Some guys who have shown glimpses but have been a little inconsistent. 
That'd be Ashworth. Miller, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it's, I don't know what, what you have game to game. So I think you're right. Consistency is a real big thing for Utah State to continue to develop. And uh, getting a lot of bench play today gets those guys time on the court, which is super valuable. Well, I'm just I'm just glad Bean didn't have to play another 40 minutes. You know, that's I'm glad Horvath didn't. He looked. That was a question I was a little concerned about because if you remember uh, against Penn, Horvath uh, hurt his ankle. And was kind yeah. of, he was even hobbling at the end of the game, but he seemed like he was playing well. But he also spent a lot of time outside the perimeter, didn't really get down there and bang inside a whole lot. So, you know, hopefully he's doing all right. Um, one last thing about Utah State and uh, their win today. Um, just Ryland Jones shot it well from beyond the arc. Oh, yeah. He's not really – he wasn't known at Utah as being a real sharpshooter. So – uh, the, the part of the problem with the UC Davis game is that there were looks, but shots weren't going down. And some people saying this isn't a good outside shooting team, but they've had looks. They just they, you know, they had opportunities. But Ryland, he was he was just on fire today, especially from beyond the arc and uh, playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah, you know it felt good. Uh, you know I finished the second half of the pen and overtimes played pretty well. Finished that. Uh, stretch and you know just kept the confidence going and I happened to get a couple wide open shots today you know I got a wide open three the first play of the game and missed and that was my last miss so usually when that's <laughs> your first shot your last miss that's pretty good and credit to my teammates they just found me in uh, open areas and I made the shots and you know, that's what basketball is putting the ball in the basket. So Utah State will tip it off again on Sunday at one o'clock on ESPN 2. Mm-hmm. KVNU game day coverage will begin at noon with Al Lewis and Jalen Moore. And then as soon as the game is over, we'll be breaking it down and finding out what happened. Yeah, Al will be flying solo, so so call in. I won't be here uh, for this game, so a little disappointed. But be kind to Al, but call in, text <laughs> in. He'll be ready for him. Uh, all right, another time out here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit. Utah State football has a big game tomorrow. I want to get some additional thoughts uh, from Craig Bowl uh, about Utah State and about some of the players on his team for Wyoming. Love to get your score predictions for Saturday night. Uh, and also want to give some recognition and a, and a shout-out to West Side to the Pirates on another fantastic season with another championship coming to West Side High School. Well, all that's coming up on the Full Court Press. We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoline and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals and happy Thanksgiving. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 
800-636-1600. It's the Beehive Hockey Showcase at the Eccles Ice Center through this Sunday. Two great games per day at 4 and 7 p.m. Loyola Marymount, Northern Colorado, Williston State, and Oregon are in town for the Beehive Hockey Tournament. USU plays Loyola Marymount tonight at 7 p.m. It's the best hockey of the year at the Beehive Hockey Showcase. Individual game tickets, $5 at the Eccles Ice Center. The Beehive Hockey Showcase today. Do you have your tickets? Need some ideas for holiday shopping this year? Pick up a free copy of the Best of Northern Utah magazine. You'll find nearly 200 categories of the businesses voted the best in Northern Utah. Everything from sporting goods to jewelry, boutique shops, and restaurants. Best of all, these are local businesses that pay local taxes and employ local residents, your family members and neighbors. So let's help each other out and shop local this holiday season. For magazine locations, go to bestofnorthernutah.com. Want to set yourself apart from the competition? The new Leadership MBA at Utah State University will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or interactive online classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before December 1st, 2021 to be considered for January 2022 start. Learn more at utahstatemba.com. That's utahstatemba.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. West Side not going to run another play. Well, maybe they will. They're going to fire everybody up and start the celebration. A three-peat for the West Side Pirates. Brown will kneel down. The West Side players will rush the field. And for the first time in Idaho 2A history, we have a back-to-back-to-back state champion. It's the West Side Pirates. That was audio courtesy of IdahoSports.com and their online feed of the game. Now, this West Side team beating Firth 33-13, as was mentioned, a three-peat. This is a team who has only lost two games in the last, what is it, four years? Yeah. Uh, undefeated this year, undefeated last year. They lost a game in early 2019. Um, they lost in the championship game in 2018 to Declo. Uh, but this is an incredible run here for the West Side Pirates. That's their eighth championship in school history. Um, that's the fifth championship for head coach Tyson Moser. And as was mentioned, uh, first team in 2A history to win three in a row. Anytime you throw out first time ever, that's special. And and I don't care what level you're playing at uh, to be able to, to put together back. To, to win a championship is awesome. To go back to back, spectacular. But this is it's a whole different level. And uh, you know what I, I appreciate about Coach Moser is that he hasn't left. Yeah, you know, a lot of times these guys, I don't know what his intentions are. I think high school coaches really are kind of the salt of the earth. They they want to be there for the kids. They they really enjoy football at its at its basic level, and yeah, that that's pretty awesome. A few things to kind of illustrate the type of dominant season Westside has had this year. They were outscoring their opponents on average forty two point five five to eight point eight two. 
10 games were decided by 20 points or more. They played 11 games, mind you. The only game that was close was the opener, and that's when they played Firth, the team they just yeah. beat in the championship. And they beat Firth 26-20, to 20, so that was a close one, and they just rolled through everybody else. They had three shutouts, seven games decided by a touchdown or less. Uh, just an incredible run there for Westside. Congratulations to the Pirates and their uh, and another state championship, their third in a row. Well, it's it's certainly the year of dominant football teams in the area. You had you know Ridgeline who had a phenomenal season, and and then for Westside to do what they've done is is you just can't even you can't even really fathom it until you. Say so you use Fathom and Pirates. Did, <laughs> hey, did you like that? Yeah, I didn't like that. It's closer. You just looked at me like Fathom. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, it, it's it's phenomenal what they were able to do. And and tell you what, early betting lines. I'm sure. I'm sure it's on them <laughs> to take it all. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Five six six two on our Guild Mortgage text line. Random question. Not sure if this has been asked already or not. Are you guys going to be streaming high school basketball games on Cash Valley Daily like you did football? Uh, the answer there is yes, as many as we can. Some destinations, some games, uh, there are some weird rules that some schools have with other arrangements that we do, don't really feel are legally binding, but uh, we still try to you know, we respect be nice citizens. Yes. Um, but uh, don't allow us to do video. But uh, we are doing our best to make sure that we have video for as many games as possible. And when they're region games, when they're if it's a game here at any of the uh, Region 11 home sites, then, yes, there will be video. Do we have our uh, talent lined up for those? Uh, should be the same as what we had for football. <laughs> play-by-play. Eric, play. Eric's giving me the thanks for putting me on the spot, John. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, we should have Rod Zundel on play-by-play play for Bear River. Uh, it's John Newbold on play-by-play play for Skyview. Uh, Craig Hislop for uh, Green Canyon. Al Lewis for uh, Logan High. Dave Simmons for Ridgeline and AJ Knight for Mountain Crest. And they're all they're all good. They're they're just all good good guys, and they do a good job with what they have. It was kind of crazy. Al and I, as we were finishing up our, our call after the basketball game, uh, you know, just kind of hey, so what do you got going on next week for Thanksgiving? He said, hey, high school ball starting right now. Yeah. So I think he has a game mm, Tuesday, maybe uh, Logan maybe. and Green Canyon uh, and Bear River. Actually, they all have games on Tuesday. Ridgeline has a game on Wednesday, and then uh, most other teams, they start their seasons the following week after Thanksgiving. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I like it that the football season's over, so nobody has to worry about it because a lot of those kids like to cross over. They play both games, and uh, hopefully they'll be ready to go. Uh, A couple of the things that came through on our text line that I apologize. During our interview with Kevin Curtis, I didn't see some of these, so... Uh, if you're still listening, I'm sorry if you left <laughs> us and you were waiting for my to read your text and I didn't. I apologize. We're doing it now. Yeah. Uh, 4086 texted in. So I was in Laramie last Sunday sitting in Elder's Quorum. Okay, so we're getting a little religious here, I guess. <laughs> uh, and had my Aggie Strong mask on. Some of the elders made some sarcastic remarks regarding our football team. Then they uh, went on to say they're having a watch party at their church on Saturday night. 
I basically told them you're going to be awfully disappointed when everybody walks out after the first quarter. Brother-in-law, who is the Elders Quorum president, interrupted them and said my brother-in-law can give us live reports since he'll be at the game. That quieted them down real quick. (laughs) Uh, And then the prediction. Aggies win 42-17. to So thank you for the interesting story about your time in Laramie. Um, five eight, uh, excuse me, five six three four. Utah State wins thirty one twenty one, and we host a Mountain West title game. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the Aggies need some things to happen beyond their control. Unfortunately, what needs to happen to get the the San Diego well, State needs to lose. Okay, so what do we need to do just to get into the end of the title game? Utah State needs to continue to win out. They can't falter. Right. Saturday or at New Mexico. And they need San Diego State to lose. But even then, well, actually, if San Diego State loses, that's two conference losses. Utah State will have had the best conference record, so they will host. So at this point, take care of yourself, win out for the Aggies, and then cheer as hard as you can for whoever San Diego State's playing. Now, they play UNLV, which this weekend They're playing which better. people think, oh, it should be a pushover. But the Rebels actually have an interesting history with mm-hmm. playing very well against San Diego State. And let's face it, they played well against the Aggies, too. They that, did. That was the UNLV's game that was... turned a little bit of a corner, and then uh, San Diego State plays Boise State next week. So that's a big show. Is that on the blue turf, or do you know? Uh, I think we'll that's in, that, that is in Carson, California. Yeah. Well, you know, both those teams, that's right. It is in Carson. I forgot about that. That, you know, that's, there's nothing like playing a spoiler and uh, UNLV would love nothing better than to be able to say, yeah, remember that championship you were going to go to now, what do they need to do to host the championship game for Utah state for Utah state or they is that need even San an Diego option? state to lose one? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Otherwise, uh, San Diego State will host. So is San Diego State in the championship regardless at this point? Not necessarily, because if they do lose one game in their last two, it creates an interesting scenario that I don't know how they will decide because Nevada, Fresno, and San Diego State all have two conference losses. So it goes to tiebreakers to determine who wins the West Division. And, uh, but re- sure. but if they lose San Diego State, all those teams have two conference losses. Yes, and so therefore, if the Aggies win out, which they will, then they will then they, only they have will one host conference it. loss and they host. Gotcha. Uh, a couple more texts to get through. This is five four five two. Isn't Grandmaster a senior? This is a reference to Devin Tompkins. Uh, or does he have another year? He just isn't on any senior night promo pictures. Uh, he is a senior, but he does have the option to come back, from what I understand, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. He's got a COVID year. He can still claim if he wants. So if he's not being featured on senior night stuff, if he's not featured on the field, that's probably a pretty good indication he's coming back for another year. So I I'm, I want to be careful here because I don't want to face the wrath of Aggie fans. We would all, all of them to come back. But why? Well, if he gets an opportunity to go to the NFL, take it. And I don't know what more he 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 could could do. He could come back and set more records, and if he thinks that would improve his draft stock, then that's certainly worth considering. Yeah. I I think that's the only question is that... After the season he's had this year. Yeah. 
The only question could be is if scouts are saying, hey, it was one amazing year. Let's see if he can do it again. Then he, then maybe. Okay. But it, but at this point, he is – how many yards? 91? 91 to tie, 92 to pass. You know, that, he and he's going to get that in two games. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he'll probably have it the first half <laughs> against Wyoming. I, you know, that's – Boy, I'd I'd love for him to come back, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wave as he's driving out of town, saying, "Thanks, dude, you were awesome." Nine three one five is Full Court Press going to preview high school wrestling? Um, probably no, but I heard you and AJ are gonna not. actually have a wrestling match <laughs> as the preview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, would that be interesting? Uh, no, it really wouldn't. Uh, I. <laughs> Uh, we have talked wrestling before. Um, I'm not going to be definitive on that, one way or the other. But uh, as of right now, we haven't done any prep or converse- had any conversations about it. Doesn't mean that we won't or can't. So, uh, and then nine four seven four. If you follow them through playing freshman team, KC or JV and varsity, the senior class for Westside hasn't lost since seventh grade. Holy wow. Cow. Wow. Hey, I'd love to. Obviously, uh, uh, 9474 knows a little bit about this team. I'm curious as to what the pipeline looks like. You know, that, that, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm glad I was sitting down when you read that because uh, that, that's phenomenal. But what about the kids that are coming in now? Does that pipeline continue? Are these guys still undefeated one loss since seventh grade uh, that's a fair question and i'm not qualified to answer but other than to look at this team has only lost what two games in the last four years mm-hmm. i could have gone farther back and probably still found a lot more wins but it, it's a it's pretty evident that there is a culture there with what they're doing and that it's one year after the next they keep uh, developing good talent and in, in the winning tradition and you know it's amazing how that happens uh, with the different high schools. You'll see them go on runs of you know six years where they're just absolutely dominant, and then something happens, and you can always turn around and look at going back and going, "Yeah, well, you know the the Franson family, all their kids were done, and that was the last one." And you know the AJ Waterboy team, you know he they were done. <laughs> What is it? What's about this chair? Every time I get in here, I just feel the urge to to skewer AJ. <laughs> uh, Nine four seven four replies to your uh, question. Looks great. Very solid. Successful group of young men coming up. Yeah. Uh, five six six two uh, chiming in. Coach Anderson said they'll only be honoring the seniors that have exhausted all of their eligibility. All the maybe seniors they'll take care of at a later date, depending on what they decide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's. Fair enough. Makes sense. Uh, all right, we need to take a timeout. We're a little bit overdue. But some additional thoughts and keys and predictions for Saturday. Yeah. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are for Utah State football as they square off against the Cowboys in Bridger's Battle. It's a trophy game. Get some of our thoughts, keys, and score predictions coming up next on the Full Court Press.
Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. Overwhelmed with Medicare questions, Jessup Insurance at no cost to you offers every plan available, guiding you through the entire process. Jessup Insurance is passionate about simplifying Medicare. Call Jessup Insurance, 435-213-3200 or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services, let us guide you. Not sure what to do for Thanksgiving dinner? Does the thought of that mess turn you off? Then call the Beehive Pub and Grill. They have an amazing family-style Thanksgiving meal ready to go. Just order by Friday, November 19th by 5 p.m. Pick up on November 24th between noon and 6, heat and serve. That's it. A full Thanksgiving meal with all the normal fix-ins, without the hassle. Prices will vary. Order for two or get meals for six. Call for details. Beehive Pub and Grill, Logan. Home at Carroll has a farm and appliance farm. With down-home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O. When you're looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot, hey, home Hey, I uh, want to pass this along. Ridgeline High School Booster Club. They have their benefit dinner and auction coming up on Saturday. Now, I know the football game for the Aggies is also taking place mm-hmm. at 6. But the Ridgeline Booster Club dinner and auction, doors open at 6, dinner's at 6.30. Uh, if you don't have your tickets already, you can get them at the door. Uh, it's $25 a person and includes five tickets for the prize drawing uh, from what I understand, they've got a lot of really interesting things available for their auction. It's a big fundraiser that benefits not just athletics, but a lot of different groups at Ridgeline High School. So, are, are is one of those tro- uh, prizes going to be the trophy, the state championship trophy? <laughs> I, I'm in I, for that. I hope they don't auction that <laughs> off. Go for a good price if they do. Yes, it would. Um, look, Utah State faces Wyoming on on Saturday night. One of the big things is. Um, do we have time? We don't have time. I won't get to it. But uh, Craig Bull has is de- been developing by necessity his younger backup quarterback Levi Williams. Um, he's not quite like Chambers. Chambers, I thought, was really dangerous when the Aggies played him. Just his ability to stretch out of play with his legs had a good arm. But Levi Williams isn't too far different from that. He has a similar kind of style. But Utah State can't give Wyoming confidence. No, no. I I still worry to this day about giving up these early leads. No matter how it happens, turnover, interception, the other team takes the fr- you got to be ready to go. And that's the thing with a young quarterback, the minute he feels like he's in control of that game, you're you're in trouble. 
And and I know people are saying, well, look what happened against San Jose State. Look what happened against Hawaii. I, I don't care. <laughs> you just you can't let them get into the game, and and uh, it's in any sport. You let them be have a chance at the end of the game, you're in trouble. You have a score prediction for Saturday? I do. I think the Aggies are going to get smart. They're going to win 31-13. Ooh. All right. I like that. Another palindrome score. Ooh. Those are popular all of a sudden. I like those. Yeah. Uh, see, I like Utah State 31-24. I think Wyoming will be tough defensively and make it a little bit of a challenge for USU. But in the end, the Aggies, I think, still have a better offense. They have a better developing defense as of late, mm-hmm. which gives them the edge. So Trenches, to me, the, that's the key of the game. Yes. And then Sunday, Utah State, Oklahoma. How do you like the Aggies' chances against the Sooners? I, I like them, and again, they'll stay out of foul trouble, make your shots. USU real-time RPI is 34. Oklahoma is 10. Oof. Uh, Ken Pomeroy has Utah State at 74, Oklahoma at 49. So this would be a really big win for the Aggies if they could pull it off. Well, it looks looks great come tournament time when the selection committee's yes. looking. They look you at you play these tournaments to have these matchups exactly and to come together as a team. We- but <laughs> this really does help. It's a good thing. Yeah, uh, John Russell, thanks so much for uh, popping in. Good to be here. Got to hear you on uh, the sister station earlier today with the Aggie basketball recap, and thanks for popping in and helping out. You still let me back. Amazing. I don't know how that happened. Uh, We'll see if the door still works next time. (laughs) Uh, That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, We didn't even talk about the Jazz. Nice win. Rudy Gay, great uh, addition, having him in the rotation. We'll see how he does over the weekend, and then we'll recap all of it. The NFL Top 25 College Football Mountain West on Monday. Until then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.